2: So, uh, I think three cops were shot in D.C. We now had this shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs celebration today. They had a big party for the Kansas City Chiefs after they won the Super Bowl on Sunday. Shots rang out. One person was killed, apparently. Many others were wounded. We have seen a rise in violent crime in every major city across the United States, Especially since Joe Biden and the Democrats have been in power, and you certainly see this stuff in um, uh, Democrat-controlled cities. And I'll say, I said it before. I'll say it again. Democrats love criminals, and they love crime. Corinne Jean Pierre actually had the audacity to blame Republicans for the high crime rate in Washington, D.C. Yep. You know, in D.C., are throughout crime is a card <clears throat> spiking. Simple question. Does the president believe the nation's capital is safe for Americans from across the country to come visit?
0: I mean, look, we we hear the reports and see the data as well, uh, and all violent crime anywhere is completely unacceptable. Not just here in D.C. We're going to call them all out uh, in communities across the country. Everyone in every community in this country wants the same thing: they want their families uh, to be safe and uh, and not get into uh, uh, not get into um, you know politics on this. The president is wanting to make sure that communities feel safe, and we're not seeing that from congressional Republicans. We're just not uh they continue to get in the way the president has taken action he puts he puts that in his budget every day making sure that we uh make communities safer and we're just not seeing that from republicans and so we're going to continue to do our job here uh we want congress uh, republican congressional members to join us in that so so let's let's just break that word salad
2: down for a minute we don't want to make it political but it's the republicans fault oh Oh, well, that's certainly, well, because she said she didn't want to make it political. Obviously, it's not, right? But it's damn sure the Republicans' fault that all of this crime is happening. Sorry, you're wrong. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, all of those people, the, 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 the mayor of Chicago, the mayor of New York, the mayor of every Democrat-controlled city in America, Atlanta, you name them, it's your fault because you allow this crap to happen. In fact, Kathy Hochul um, uh, was uh, asked a question the other day. She was like, um, basically, um, <laughs> he said, why do you have so much, so much crime in New York and, and so little crime in, in Florida? And, and she said, she said the quiet part out loud. She said, because in Florida, they go to jail. She said that. And the truth is the Democrats love the criminals because the, the, and I'm going to go out. Yep. I'm going to say it. The criminals are the Democrats voter base. That is one of their bases. They want the criminals to vote for the Democrats. If you want to commit a crime, if you're, let's say you're a career criminal, you decided that is your path in life. Who are you going to vote for? Law and order Republicans Or no law, no order Democrats. I'm voting for the Democrats if I'm a criminal. But we did have that one guy, and I can't remember his name. Um, He won New York's third congressional district because they kicked George Santos out. Now, the lead in the House of Representatives is down to like two, getting ever closer to a tie, and... He ran on law and order. He's one of the few Democrats that didn't. He went. He, he won. However, I, I'm not sure how much he meant it. He could have been lying the whole time. But Democrats love crime. They love it. Absolutely love it. Charlie, she's right. The Democrats are standing in the way, standing in the way of them taking our guns. Yeah, exactly right. But they don't want to do anything about – I mean, all you got to do is look at this this uh, uh, constitutional carry bill here in South Carolina. And we just a few minutes ago uh, spoke with Josh Kimball about it. What this bill actually did is it created three different classes of people. So if you go into an establishment, you and your friend, you're both carrying because you've got, you've got constitutional carry. But you go into an establishment – Maybe you're not paying attention or whatever. You both go in and you're both carrying a firearm. It's concealed, but you both get caught, right? Well, your friend has a CWP. You don't. You've just got your rights guaranteed by the Constitution, so to speak. Well, if you're caught and you are sentenced, your friend, because he has a CWP, actually gets less of a sentence than you do. And then, let's say you were joined by your buddy who is in the state legislature, and he gets caught. Guess what happens to him? Nothing. He's exempt from that. So that's actually what is going on with that bill. Charlie, if a politician lies to get elected, they should be tried for treason. It is literally, 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 the heart of the um, World Economic Forum policy. You're exactly right. Exactly, exactly right. Charlie, and a politician in office can carry any place. Ta-da! Ta-da! Charlie, you're a fool if you continue to believe there's any difference in Republicans or Democrats at this point. Mitch McConnell and the others couldn't care less about law and order. Speaking of Mitch McConnell, speaking of Mitch McConnell, his sister-in-law has died. Mitch McConnell's sister-in-law has died. And this is a weird story, y'all. This is very strange. Her name is Angela Chow. Angela Chow is related to um, Mitch McConnell's wife, Elaine Chow. Elaine Chow and her sister, Angela, they are the children of a very wealthy Chinese shipping magnate. Very, very wealthy man, very wealthy. Elaine Chow died at a at a private ranch in Blanco, Texas, uh, Blanco County, Texas. She got into her Tesla, and it rolled back into a pond. and she died. Got into her Tesla, it rolled back into a pond. And she died. Wasn't that in a scene from Enemy of the State with Will Smith? Wasn't that in, I believe, the opening scene of that movie? Unbelievable. Let's go to Greg in Fountain Inn and talk to him. Greg, Democrat-controlled cities full of crime. What's on your mind, pal?
3: Hey, Charlie. I don't think Republicans make a big enough deal or are not vocal enough about all the Democrat cities have the highest crime, the ha- yeah. highest poverty, yeah, and and they're all run by Democrats.
2: Yeah. And I
3: don't think the Republicans push that enough.
2: No, they don't. They don't. They should. They should push it yeah. a lot more. I mean, law and order needs to be the, the number one issue at the heart of every election. Greg, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. So, But here's one of the statistics that they show a lot of times. They will show... That red states, some red states actually have higher crime rates than blue states. But here's the thing they don't tell you, that in those, like Georgia, Georgia's a red, and I'm using air quotes here, red state. But it's got a very high crime rate. And the reason that Georgia has such a high crime rate is because of Fulton and DeKalb County up there in Atlanta, which is run by Democrats. It's the Democrat cities that are ruining the red states. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 989 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.
2: Coming up tomorrow in the four o'clock hour, we're going to be talking with the folks from Mysterious Springs Farm. It's another uh, in our uh, ongoing series of highlighting homesteaders. And this is going to be very local because uh, they're right here in the upstate. Uh, amazing young couple that decided, you know what? You know what? we We've kind of had it. With everything that's going on, we're going to be more self-sufficient. We're going to go back to the old ways of doing things. And i tell you what, they are amazing, big listeners to the program, and I can't wait to talk to them tomorrow. That's going to be so much fun. We're going to be talking about um, canning foods, fermenting foods, which is interesting, uh, sourdough, which I'm just getting into, by the way. I've I, We had a uh, my wife's yoga instructor, um, gave her some starter and now I'm <laughs> I'm looking at him go okay we got our starter <clears throat> now what what do we do with this thing i got to try to keep this alive until i figure out what to do with it so we're going to be talking about all of that but it's just it's just a way to get back and listen i'm not t- when you look at homesteading a lot of people think oh uh, you're going to be you're not really going to be saving money this isn't about saving money because we know how expensive all these things are. It's not about saving money. It's about getting back to the skills that we have lost as a society. And it's also about not being um, dependent. It's about being independent, right? I mean, when you find out that 90% of the food that you consume is controlled by 10 corporations, 10 corporations. That tells you a lot. And then when you find out that a lot of the things that they're putting in your food here in the United States, they don't allow in places like Europe. They don't allow in France and and Belgium and Sweden and all of that. I mean, all you got to do is go look at the labels that you see and compare them, the United States label with the European labels. And folks, we're talking about where, I, you know, one thing, what, what was it? It was like uh, Quaker oats, berries, and cream, oatmeal, instant oatmeal, blah. But anyway, I like oatmeal. I don't like instant oatmeal. Um, it's like, it's like 30, to, 30 ingredients in this thing. But you look over in Europe and it's like four or five we allow stuff in our food that should not be there. And in fact, there's one county up in North Carolina. I want to talk about this more tomorrow because it's it's pretty important. There's one county in North Carolina. They're talking about getting rid of fluoride in their drinking water. Now, we have long people have been long talking about the problems with fluoride in drinking water. Now they have marketed this, and I, don't, I really I wish I, I'm going to go back and do a little more research on this, but how did this thing become the norm that they add a chemical to drinking water and then claim that it helps with tooth decay, or prevent tooth decay? I just don't understand that. And fluoride's in so many things. Fluoride gum, fluoride toothpaste, all these fluoride products. Folks, if you sat down and drank a glass of fluoride, good luck. Good luck to you. So it's about those skills. It's about being more independent. And if you're at all interested in in, in, the, in the whole homesteading community, um, tomorrow we're going to be, uh, like I said, featuring the folks at Wisteria Springs Farm. Lovely, lovely couple. I just I think the world of them. They're so great. And we're going to be talking about what all they they do. And and more to come. We're going to be highlighting it. Um, um, A lot here on the program. All right, the carpro.com talk line, 800-9050-989. That's 9050-989. Or the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. But all of these people who are out there doing the homesteading, and even you, maybe you like to go out and, you know, tinker in your garden. Maybe you grow tomatoes. Maybe you're getting ready for that right now. I know I'm going to start getting my plot all mapped out here soon. Maybe you grow cucumbers or bell peppers or whatever. You know, you really do. You know how special that is, don't you? It's just, it's a special thing. Well, it was last year. In fact, it was last spring, I believe. The USDA said they came out with this program. And as Ronald Reagan said, they always came out. and say, hey, we're the government. We're ready to help you. Do you have a garden? Tell us all about it. Tell us where your garden is. What type of garden is it? And sign up for our newsletter. We'll send you all this helpful information about, you know, where to plant, how to plant. Listen, I didn't believe that from the get-go. These people in the government, especially the folks in the World Economic Forum, the people like Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, Yuval Harari, who, by the way, I saw a report the other day that Yuval Harari says that he actually lost his virginity to Klaus Schwab. Oh, what? Okay. All right. Weird story there. But getting back to the original, they want to control the food supply. So what the USDA came out with, and, and, and again, they, they tried to make it sound innocent, but we know it's not. They want to know where you're growing your food, And they want to know what food you're growing. Now, that may not be a big deal right now, but I promise you there will come a day when that's going to be a very big deal. Because John Kerry and and all of these environmentalists, they're all saying that farming is the number one cause of global warming. It's the cows, it's the sheep, it's the chickens, it's it's you growing, you know, whatever in your backyard. That's the real problem. Now, it used to be just farms. Now they're going after gardens as well. These people are absolutely psycho. They're nuts. A group of eco-activists, climate scientists, and funders recently met at the offices of a major environmental group to discuss the advancement of solar geoengineering. Uh, that's right. The Environmental Defense Fund held a two-day convention in San Francisco, of course, to bring together relevant stakeholders interested in developing solar geoengineering technologies, which modify the environment in a way that decrease the Earth's absorption of sunlight. The meeting was also meant to get environmentalists, scientists, and funders of their work in the same room ahead of the anticipated deluge of geoengineering-related investments from Silicon Valley. So what they're really doing is looking at spraying particles into the atmosphere, which reflect the sun's rays back into space, literally making this a darker planet, therefore a less green planet. Speaking of green, there's one country that's getting greener. We'll tell you about that. Coming up, it's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Let's go to the carpro.com talk line, 800 905 0989. We'll talk to Richard in Dallas about homesteading. Richard, what you got, buddy?
3: Oh, well, I don't have a whole lot about homesteading. It just kind of, you know, it seems to me like you brought the heat to these homesteaders from mm. the government. From well, the government. Me, I did. Well, whoever. No, whoever uh, he, well, I mean, somebody did be I mean, uh, you, you started, uh, these folks as homesteaders on your program and how great it is. It is. They're farming. Uh, they're farming for themselves. They're self-sufficient. And, uh, the government don't like that. No,
2: right? they don't. They don't like that. No, they don't. Okay. So, so, but still,
3: why would they, why, why, why would they put themselves out front like this? Saying, <laughs> hey, this. This is who we are. We burn up a lot of nitrogen. They don't, they don't and, care.
2: Uh, they don't care. They don't care. Well, That's it. They don't care. So, so you're someone, one so of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of them. I'd, I'd, l- I'd of love it. to be one of them
3: more than I I was up I, here I in McDowell County. Yeah. I was up here in McDowell County just a week ago, traveling through the old country roads, and there was a sign there that said uh, fertilizer and lime for sale Local gardeners only. Ah, good. You good. Know, well, these there you people are taking care of themselves. sales. Love but it. I don't know. You know, they're all right.
2: It's a all movement, right. man. It is a huge movement, Richard. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to fan the flames. I'm just trying to get more people involved, more people interested in homesteading because I think it is a worthwhile cause. I've met these families. I've, I've never, you know, I've never talked to a homesteader and walked away and went, whew, what a jerk. Never, not once, if I, any any of them. I've always been like, that's, that's somebody I can hang around right there. I love talking to these people. Okay, you all know, at least I hope you do, that I am supporting Donald Trump, not only for the South Carolina, in the South Carolina primary, not only to be the uh, Republican nominee for president of the United States, but to actually be, once again, to have him be the 45th and the 47th president of the United States. Because I believe this is the only person, that is going to actually get in the office and work against the Democrats. That would actually get in there and fight for the American people. In fact, I just heard that Donald Trump had a a pretty good meeting with Tulsi Gabbard. What that was about, I don't know. Be interesting to see what comes out of that. But I have tempered myself a little bit. I have reined myself in just a little bit. Not about my support of Donald Trump. That remains unchanged. It remains vocal. It remains proud. But what I have reined myself in with is my growing contempt for Nikki Haley. It has now reached a fever pitch, white, hot, contempt listen to this this the nikki haley campaign national spokesperson just put out a statement and we're talking about the uh the house race in new york's third district where the republicans lost and the democrat won now this is the house this is the house seat that was vacated by george santos because they kicked santos out of congress a duly elected official by the way they kicked him out without, if without ever being convicted of anything, they kicked him out, making sure that their lead is now even narrower in the House. This is what Nikki Haley's national campaign put out. Despite the enormous and obvious failings of Joe Biden, we just lost another winnable Republican House seat because voters overwhelmingly reject Donald Trump. That's what Nikki Haley's campaign just put out. So let me say this. Early voting is going on right now. The primaries are coming up on the 24th. I hope, I hope Nikki Haley gets beat so bad she cries. I'm just going to say that. I hope her mascara runs down her face in and in a, it looks like an oil slick. I want her to be so humiliated that somebody right there on Maybank Highway going into Kiowa, as you go through John's Island, you go past, uh, what is it, Uh, what's the old oak tree, Uh, whatever the, the oak tree is there, the big one, big old oak tree, whatever the name of that oak tree is.
1: I don't have the name but that's so the one that's in all the, the big movies yeah, right. That yeah, that
2: oak tree. That uh, was a Heritage Oak, whatever the name of that damn oak tree is. It's and by the way you got to be really <laughs> into your oak trees to be excited about that there. But still it's a, it's it's a great oak tree and you go past that and you go right in into Kiowa. I hope somebody in their front yard is a, there's a real cool street there. It's it's and I always looked at it when I would go to Kiowa. It's, it's Charlie Jones Lane. I always want to just put a little A there and an M think get Charlie James Lane. But I hope somebody puts a sign in that yard and it puts up the numbers that Nikki Haley lost by in the primary. And I hope she has to see it every single time she leaves Kiowa. Every time. I want her not to just be beaten. I wanted her to be humiliated now. Because it is very obvious that she is not a Republican candidate. It is very obvious that she is working in tandem with the Democrat Party. That is that is no longer in question. And and Nikki, I hate I know I, I I like to I, no I, I'm not going to say I hate to say this I love to say this there is no turning back. There is no oh, we have to support President Trump. He's the man. No, 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 no. No bridges are burned, Nikki. You struck the match. You burned the bridge. Now you are literally on an island alone. I hope you. I. You know what? I hope you kicked out of all the golf clubs there. I really do. You know when you buy a home in Kiowa, you have to be a member of all the golf clubs on Kiowa. That's expensive. That's very expensive. But I hope they don't let you play in the golf clubs. Anyway, that's Nikki Haley. I, I promise you, when we get back, we'll tell you about a country that's turning greener next on the Charlie James Show. News Talk nine W WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. So thanks to everybody that uh, that reminded me it's Angel Oak down in Charleston. It's over on John's Island. I, that's, I lived over on John's Island, so I, I should have known that, but it was escaping me at the moment. But again, okay, fine. If you're there, go see it. But don't expect too much. It's a really big tree. <laughs> okay? I mean, there you go. So anyway, it's not like a redwood, you know, that's hundreds of feet tall. Anyway, it's neat to see one time, but once you've seen it, you've seen it. You know okay. it,
0: you know what it makes me think of is the uh, tree in Athens that owns itself. I don't know about that tree. Oh, that's, that's another interesting tree ah, one time. It owns itself? It does. I'll
2: send oh, you the uh, link. You know what? I saw a thing because I, I just bought a couple of wisteria vines. I just saw a Japanese wisteria not long ago. This thing is like covers, it's held up with, um, with steel rods, you know. Yeah. But this vine covers over seven acres. It's massive. They got it formed like a tree. It's just absolutely massive. And we thought cutsy yeah. was out of control. Right. then, then, that's the truth. So anyway, um, thanks to everybody for that. Uh, Charlie, I've traveled to Europe several times in the past year, and I can tell you the difference uh, in my digestive system. While I'm there, yes, you don't know how many people I've heard that said eating bread here in America is a completely different experience than eating bread over in Europe. Completely different. I mean, you, you, you know, over there, you don't feel bloated. Uh, eh, anyway, there you go. All right. Uh, what else have we got here? Well, the environmentalist wackos are acting up again, as they always do. They're shocked, ladies and gentlemen. They are shocked. Now, what is the old saying, Greenland is ice and Iceland is green? Well, maybe not so much anymore. New research published on Tuesday said that because of global warming, Greenland's ice sheet is melting fast and it's being replaced by vegetation. Now, wait a minute, because here, here they will automatically contradict themselves. All right, this is from USA Today. Parts of Gr- Greenland are becoming green again. Hold on, hold on. Did you hear what they said? Parts of Greenland are becoming green again for the first time since the Vikings visited 1,000 years ago. That's according to a study Jonathan Serevich, an earth scientist at the University of Leeds in the UK. So, one thousand years ago, when the Vikings were in Greenland, guess what it was? It was green. That's why they named it that. Now they tr- they've been trying to tell you for a long time that no, this was this. Was, and I literally heard this in school. Well, oh, you see, the Vikings didn't want anybody to visit Greenland because it was so beautiful. So uh, so they named Greenland, Iceland, or, or you know, anyway. No, when the, when the Vikings visited Greenland, it was green. It was green then. And you know what? It's becoming green again now. And where there was once snow and ice just a few decades ago, though are now areas of shrub along with barren rock and wetlands, the study shows. An estimated 11,000 square miles of Greenland's ice sheet and glaciers have melted over the past three decades. Overall, the total area of ice lost over the past 30 years is slightly greater than the size of Massachusetts and represents 1.6% of Greenland's total ice and glacier cover. Warmer temperatures are linked to the land coverage. It was green a 1,000 years ago. And then guess what happened? We entered into a little ice age. And then guess what happened? We're starting to come out of a little ice age. Look at some of the, uh, of the accounts at Valley Forge, where George Washington was fighting for this country's independence. Look how cold and bitter cold it was then. When, when George Washington threw, and, and when I was a kid, I always thought George Washington threw a dollar bill across the Potomac. I said, man, how do you even do that? You must fold it up like an airplane. No. He threw a coin across, a dollar coin across, to see if it was frozen so that they could get across it. We are coming out of an ice age. And so, therefore, things are going to get a little bit warmer. And then guess what might happen again? We might go back into another ice age. But I will promise you one thing. I would rather have warming than cooling. Because, with, because what, do you, what is happening in Greenland right now? Things are growing. It's actually becoming green again. That means the possibility of, oh, I don't know, planting crops, actually having food, things like that. But boy, when they contradict themselves like that, oh, oh, it's becoming green again for the first time. <laughs> green again for the first time. You got that right. Who wrote this? Who wrote this drivel? Doyle Rice at USA Today. This published this yesterday. Greenland is becoming green again for the first time. Man, that's ridiculous. So there you go. That's that's what you got from the environmental wackos out there. And I I still remember. I still remember they were talking. There was a story, and I might have been National Geographic or something, but they um, were investigating this glacier that had started to recede you know the glacier was melting and what did they find under the glacier what did they find world war one bunkers world war one bunkers and that didn't even phase them they didn't even care because they, they, they hoped that the whole global warming hoax would just really resonate with these people. And this ice sheet has receded, and, and it has receded so much, we've even found World War I bunkers where where the, the Germans were. St- and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Did you just completely skip over that? Did you skip over the part where they actually had the bunkers there, and so therefore the glacier was not always there? But the glacier appeared after some time in World War I. Did you completely miss that, Mr. Scientist? Man, who are you, Bill Nye the science guy? Obviously not. So, And, 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 and this happens all the time. They're, they're also like, and this buoy. They had a picture of a buoy and it was out on this lake, right? And it was a buoy. You know a buoy that you see out. Uh, uh, oh, this buoy used to rest on ice now it is floating in the water and i thought who the heck puts a buoy on ice nobody puts a buoy on ice people put a put buoy in, in buoys in water so therefore that lake was always not was not always frozen but there you go man i'm telling you this is a religion to these people and they just can't get enough of it Charlie, sea levels are going to rise, but Plymouth Rock is still at sea level, right? Right? Exactly. So, there you go. Just amazing. Hey, we got to get out of here. Tomorrow will be Thursday. Y'all have a fantastic uh, evening. As always, we love you. God
0: bless. Buckle up. Bye, y'all. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone.